Hello, and thank you for joining me for Automation Chat. I'm Teresa Hauk, Executive Editor of the Journal from Rockwell Automation and our Partner Network Magazine. I'm joined by Craig Blondin, Industry Sales Manager for Hybrid at Rockwell Automation. We discuss an important topic, scaling sustainability. So what does that mean? Well, more and more companies are making what's called an energy transition. That is, moving away from fossil fuels to solar, wind, and other more sustainable ways to produce energy. And this affects both manufacturers and the firms that manufacture renewable energy equipment and supplies. And demand is growing as companies move toward net zero emissions and carbon neutrality. But before we dive into the conversation, it's time for our family-friendly, silly joke of the day. What did the pirate say on his 80th birthday? I'm 80. I can't believe I even told you that joke. Okay, here's my conversation with Craig. Hi, Craig. Thank you for talking with me today. Hey, thanks, uh, Teresa. Teresa, it's really nice to get to know you, and it's great to share some information together. So I really thank you for this opportunity. Well, I'm excited that because today we're talking about scaling sustainability as more and more companies are moving away from fossil fuels to solar or wind or other more sustainable ways to produce energy. This is often called energy transition. So this is an important topic because companies in every industry are moving toward net zero emissions and carbon neutrality. So of course, they're motivated by government incentives, <laughs> shifting public demand, and the economic viability of renewable energy. So let me start by asking you about this. Energy transition is an amazing opportunity for manufacturers who are producing renewable energy. But it seems like there are some challenges with scaling without risking lower quality of products that the renewable energy manufacturers produce like solar panels or wind turbines. As these manufacturers try to scale up production so quickly because of the high demand. Can you talk about that? Hey, thanks for the question. That's a wonderful question that we get offered all the time is a lot of our uh, customers want to scale up production without losing quality, because if you make more of something and it's inferior quality, it's not going to do anybody any good. Um, the number one thing when we come to that is we have to connect everything. We need a system that everything talks to everything else, that all the machinery, all the workers, everybody's part of the same system. Um, we use the term connected enterprise. Some people use industry 4.0. But what this is going to let us do is make informed decisions about everything that's coming in and out of the plant. Um, the nicest part is we've seen a lot of work done with AI where we can analyze the product coming in and identify gaps and identify where we're having problems in our plant. Whereas in the past, you'd have to send operators or engineers around to the plant to investigate problems. And that could take days or weeks. And in that time, you could produce a lot of product that isn't the quality that you deserve. But when you do a, a high-level connected enterprise message and you set up your plant that's communicating, that's talking to itself, you've got all that data in one spot and you can make informed decisions and that'll up your quality. So how do you scale and still optimize profitability? I think that's something that comes up every day with our customers is how do you, how do you expand without losing 
without losing uh, quality and making sure you keep it in control. The number one thing I'd say is you got to connect everything. You got to embrace the connected enterprise messaging. Every system needs to be connected and every piece of information has to be contextualized as well as analyzed to make the most proper decisions. A place we see this a lot with renewable customers is when is a good time to switch over from renewables to off the grid when you have peak demand? So one of the things we've been doing a lot of is we've been using AI to determine when we're going to have a peak peak demand event and when is the best time to switch over. We also see customers that do a lot with solar and they'll produce different products during the day that have a higher energy demand and then shift the other stuff over to when the energy off the grid is cheaper. So a lot of it comes into play is you have to have all the information in one spot and that's where the connected enterprise can help you a lot. And then once you have that information, you can sit down and make informed decisions like when to cut off of renewable over to the old grid, when to do high energy producing products and when not to do them to make the smart decisions to keep your costs in line and get the throughput you're looking for. And add to that, there's, of course, the shortage of skilled workers. Obviously, manufacturers everywhere are having a hard time finding skilled workers. And in spite of, or maybe because of, these workforce challenges, how can workers in the renewable energy industry be empowered to keep up with everything that's going on? Thanks for this question. I mean, it comes up in a lot of industries, but specifically to renewable, I mean, one of the things we have to do is we have to enable the worker. We have to help that worker get the information they need at the right time to do the job effectively. Gone are the days where we give somebody an instruction manual or things like that. What we're doing now is we're giving them visual instructions on the machine or on the device that they're working on. We're getting deeper and wider with that information. Um, One of the other big ones is to enable the maintenance teams. In the past, we'd say, hey, uh, Mr. or Mrs. Maintenance person, please go out and go fix this pump. With some of the new tools we have with AI and predictive maintenance, we can tell them where we think the failure is and what the problem is before they go out. So what we do is we we arm the service person with work order, drawings, parts list, procedures, tools required, everything before they go out to that site. And in the renewable space, often sometimes the sites are remote. So for example, if you're at the the maintenance shop and the site's, you know, 40 miles away, you don't want to go out there and realize you forgot something or didn't have what you needed to do the job or you missed a safety procedure or something like that. We want to arm the maintenance people and any worker in this plant with all the information and everything possible they can do so that when they show up, they have to execute and then we're back up and running or we're just running better instantly. So you just talked about the benefits of digitizing, which of course is good for everybody. How can manufacturers use digitization to optimize production and productivity? Another great question. Um, You know, one of the questions we get all the time is how do we use this? And I think that the easiest way to think about this is once you have all this data, you make a digital twin. And then what you can do with the digital twin is you can compare the actual running data of your plant to what the optimum really is. So the nice part is if you had a wind turbine and it's supposed to produce 10 megawatts of energy 
and it's producing five, you can start pinpointing the inputs and you can use some AI tools to say, this is what it's supposed to be doing. This is what it's really doing. What parameters are out of check? What's different between the physical model and the virtual model? And then what you can do with that information once you have it is you can decide this is the corrective action to take. So what it does with all this information is you can actually make an informed decision without having to, to search for the answer. So for me, the, the number one thing is you have to take this data and you have to analyze the data and then you have to make smart decisions about where to spend your time to get production up to the peak, peak levels. So do you have any case studies or examples of one of your customers and how you help them reach their sustainability goals? Um, I hear this all the time, like, where have we done this? Um, lots of examples, but one I really want to highlight that hits close to home for a lot of us is landfill gas recovery. Um, we've worked with a bunch of partners over the years, and we ended up coming up with a solution where we can capture the landfill gas, transport it, and then use it to power the fleet of trucks they use to go around and collect the waste. Um, the most important thing, I guess, out of this was the industry 4.0 or connected enterprise message. A lot of companies have tried this in the past, but they weren't able to scale the operation. So what would happen is they'd collect a bit of it, but it would all be manual and the cost would be so high to do it, they couldn't afford to continue. So what we did here is we, allowed, we provided technology to allow our customers to scale up to the right level to make sure that they could make this affordable and they could also make money at it and reduce greenhouse gases. Well, the demand for sustainable solutions is of course increasing and it's gonna to continue to increase as more and more companies look for sustainability targets and need the solutions to help them get there. So thank you, Craig, for talking with me today on this important topic. Hey, thanks for having us. I mean, I guess the most important thing for us is we just want to get out and help our customers make the world a better place. Um, if anybody's got any questions, reach out to me, reach out to your local Rockwell representative or our local distributor partners, and we'd be happy to help you on your journey. Thanks again for your time. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Greg. And listeners, we appreciate you listening and make sure you give us a rating and subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. I'm Teresa Hauk with The Journal Magazine, and we'll chat again soon. If you enjoy Automation Chat, please give us a five-star rating and subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. Thank you so much for listening.